Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble podcast brought to you by Old City Sports Network. I'm your host, Chet, and I'm joined by all my co-hosts this week, Tyler, Jacob, and Wade. Wade's got a new mic, so we'll let him go first. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, let's test this baby out. Uh, Good to be on with everyone, uh, ditching the wired headphones and joining um, 2022 with this uh, fancy microphone. Figure I do the two shows um, each week, of course, tonight, and then again again later this week with Tyler. So, yeah, let's see how this thing goes. Yeah, for those watching, you can see it change colors throughout the show. Between these guys. It depends on my mood. As yeah. my fantasy players score, it will turn blue because I'm calm and collected. And then when James Conner can't punch it in from the one-yard line, it turns red. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know, Jacob, you've got one of those mics. We'll have to get you uh, hooked up once you find that little dot toggle for your uh, for your yeah. Mac since they don't put USB ports on there anymore. Yeah, I, I can't stand I got a dongle from my job. I can just ship it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing tonight, Tyler? How's your fantasy teams looking? Uh, they're garbage. I don't want to talk about them. The fans he gave all of his advice yeah. away to the world and left none for himself. Yeah, we're, we're it, it feels team. like the year 2022 is the year that I'll probably get uh, last place. That's okay. You can bounce back. You bounced back last time. And you I, I'll just tank for like, uh, like a you know, Folks, just mark this day down. 
Folks, just mark this date out in history. It is September 25th of 2022. Tyler said he's going to get dead last in fantasy football. We'll have to come up with It's not looking good. I mean, we're going to revisit this. We're going to revisit this. And the going to be like, oh, we're nine games this year. (laughs) (laughs) Come back for all ages. I mean, a few years ago, I started 0 5 and came back and went to the championship, but actually lost to you, uh, what, like three years ago? Yeah, that was quite the comeback. Um, That was one of the only years I had. Kind of led it from coast to coast, and uh, you came in at the very end and nearly took it. But Tyler, I'm sure you have Cooper Cup Jr. just growing in a lab somewhere, you know? Yeah, you're you'll have him on there. Bring eventually. him into the lineup. <laughs> you'll you'll find yeah, him somewhere. I don't know. I've been wa- I've been watching your waiver wire picks up with uh, Eric over there at PSR. So one of them will pay off for you. He's sandbagging. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, so, I feel like uh, I'm helping others, but I'm not really helping myself. Well, you're going to have to stop being so nice when people ask for advice. You're going to have to cut them off. I'm, I'm going to just have to stop asking you so that way you can get some dubs. <laughs> but a little bit of uh, programming notes. We got a special announcement. Um, our wonderful partners over there at Buffalo, Brian Q- Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company excuse me, in Houston, uh, where they're teamed up with us to do a giveaway for a, uh, one of their shirts. You know, you can get the Buff Brew. You can't see me anymore, but Buff Brew, it's not pink. It's salmon colored. Uh, you can get a Buff Brew t-shirt. Uh, and if you win, maybe if you come to Houston, I'll buy you a beer. But to enter this giveaway, all you have to do is go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and then we will select a random review and uh, contact that person or have them contact us. I haven't figured that part out yet, but if it's a loyal listener, they'll hear us talk about it and uh, we'll ship you the shirt and maybe a beer with it as well. So make sure you leave us a review uh, to win this awesome salmon covered buff brew shirt. So, but okay, let's kick it off. Uh, Sports this weekend. We had a lot. I might've been the only one watching the president's cup over football, but it was a, a good day to be an American today when you're going against the international team. So, I mean, Futch, you're, you're our golfer. You, you tell me you watch college football, 11 o'clock games, instead of watching the President's Cup? Uh, of course I did. Penn State was playing Central Michigan at, at, at oh, 11 o'clock. Well, you can't miss that one. Yeah, of course you can't, especially when it's a tie game at the end of the first quarter. Um, No, <laughs> I, I thought I like the President's Cup. I don't think it has the same amount of hype as the Ryder Cup. Um, It just seems different when – it's the U.S. versus Europe. It just feels – it doesn't have the well, same – Well, and Europe has a lot more talent too. Say so what? I said Europe has – well, I mean, they, the international team looked great today, but Europe has a lot more talent because you got like Roy McIlroy, Sergio Garcia, all that that are playing in it. Sure. Um, but yeah. it was – I mean, coming in, the U.S. was supposed to blow them out of the water, and they ended up winning 17-and-a-half, 12-and-a-half. So still That's a pretty a good – Yeah, pretty good margin of victory. But after the first day, they were up 8-2. to two. So, I mean, or after the second day, they were up 8-2. to two, So, it looked like it was be an all-out blowout. But, hey, these young international guys, Tom Kim, 20 years old. He's got one PGA Tour win. I mean, he put himself on the map. I don't know if y'all saw any of his highlights. He was fist pumping out. Of, like, I'm talking Tiger Woods to the extreme, full fist pumps. Um, and he was they were draining punts, uh, putts from all over the place. So, it was a. Uh, I'm glad they, they got a little dicey here today, and they ended up making a run. But the USA team was able to close them out. So I will say, I will say, it's different match play golf versus stroke play. I mean, y'all know it. It it's different, and uh, different guys play in 
differently in, in different environments. I mean, it that course has always been hard to play on. Um, it, it looked like the greens, from what I saw, were rolling a little slower this time around. It was a little easier to control putts. Yeah, uh, I, I, I you see people like Jordan Speed that I mean, went five and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's crazy. But he's done that in the Ryder Cup. We've seen that happen before, and he's just a match play golfer. So, I mean, there are guys out there that they strive and they succeed in match play golf. I mean, that's why you see guys that you've never heard of at the WGC match play up there in the round of eight. And you're like, who is this guy? And that's really what it is. It Some guys just play better in match play events than, than they do in stroke play. Because I think the pressure is – everybody's like, oh, the pressure's on. I think some of the pressure is off. Because you can control what happens right there on that hole and nothing else matters versus you in a stroke play event. And like, for example, the Masters or the players or whatever it may be, it's you versus everybody else. And there's guys on other holes and they're, you know, some guy might go on a five straight, you know, birdie stretch and they're just going, going, going while you're just, you know, parring away. They get a five shot lead all of a sudden versus, you know, one hole whatever happens happens you put in the water three times you're still down one at the end of the hole it, it it's uh it's a different feeling doing that and i think some some guys are just better like like jordan or, or jt right yeah and i mean with match play yeah you know that you build the momentum but like you said you could have a bad hole and then it resets so even with like our alternate shot play from the whack, which I learned we were doing it wrong. You're supposed to pick a different person to tee off each hole. You're not supposed wow. to do like flip flop however you finish the hole, uh, according to the PGA Tour. Uh, but so next we'll, we'll strategically pick out who tees we're off by the threes next time. Yeah, we'll make sure we make sure we're right. We were just like that's why that the, the first whack. I don't know if we can authentically count it. Because we weren't doing oh, it technicalities. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the five, five hole lead. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll have our, our second whack. We'll make sure it's correct. Uh, but like another thing, Scotty, number one golfer in the world. He really he became the number one golfer in the world in match play in Austin last year. He did not look good this weekend. I don't think he won a single. I think he tied with uh, him and Sam Burns tied the first day. Or no, they lost the first day, tied the second day, and then he didn't win a single match. Uh, so it's a little rough for Scotty, but I'm sure he'll bounce back. Uh, Sam Burns carried but, that. Oh yeah, Sam, boy much. from the guy, guy from LSU on fire. It's probably because he was out there practicing at the LSU golf course. In Baton Is he the one that so. sank the 80 footer? Yeah, he said it, he hit an 80 foot eagle putt. Uh, I forget on which hole it was on on Friday, uh, but. Nevertheless, it was fun to watch. Uh, you know, the NFL games sucked today. The Saints sucked, so I was watching the I was watching the uh, the Presidents Cup. But it's good to see the USA bring it home, and then we got the Ryder Cup. Where it's in Paris coming up, right? I believe Next so. year, yeah, yeah, it's somewhere overseas uh, this coming year. So, but it uh it. I mean, the international team looked good. They were all rookies except for, like, two of them. So, they, they held their own for being that young. But then, again, this is a lot of our guys as their first President's Cup. But I want to talk about Patrick Cantlay and uh, Xander. The two of them are unstoppable in match play. I mean, they were just destroying people. 
Well, you, as would you not agree? You don't like Patrick no, and no. Xander? I'm just, I'm just reminiscing over their lovely bromance. Those two could yeah. hold hands and skip through the prairie as yep. much as they get along and and hang out and joke around. It's like it's that's why they're so good. Mm-hmm. They're it's like the chemistry. That's why is. me and Wade it's... sucked. I can't stand Wade, and y'all put me on a team with him. <laughs> we hadn't hung out in a in a short bit, so we weren't. So that's what we got to do next time. You got to come, Wade. We got to have a bro weekend, and then we'll Week go and play them. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got to get the, the chemistry flowing good, and then we can beat these two Sounds bozos. Good. I don't have any plans the week after the wedding, so we can just uh, take it back. <laughs> yeah, me and you will go on the honeymoon. We'll leave Elisa at home. And we'll go <laughs> golf on your honeymoon. <laughs> So, but no, it's it, look. I mean, golf's starting to kick back up. We got the uh, Sanderson Farms next week. I know, Fudge, you aren't. You've decided to delay your PGA Tour debut because you got your big job with the the uh, Mississippi Sea Wolves. So, talk talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I can't talk too much about it, but um, no, well, it's confidential. He's <laughs> a top secret agent. No, I uh, I, I was excited. I think. The golf thing took a backseat. A lot's happened lately, and I and I just think it wasn't the right time. I haven't played a lot of golf, anyways. Recently, a lot's been going on, yeah, uh, with classes and trying to trying to finish up. So it uh, just hadn't been the right time. I need to go out and play golf. That and it's too hot, so I'm I'm waiting for the temperature to cool off a little bit. So uh, it, I think I'll get out soon, and I talk to you about it. Hopefully next year. Uh, Maybe I'll get a little bit more time uh, during the off season, and I can I can actually focus more on it because uh, I'd like to do it. And if there's another opportunity, I don't know sooner rather than waiting till next October in order to to do it. I might do yeah. it. I might do something like that. But yeah. well, we talked a little bit, and we're actually working on trying to get some tickets or passes to the Houston Open here in November. Maybe uh, we'll have to get you – I'll go out there and I'll scope the course because it's a public course they play on. I can go play it uh, for a pretty good discount because my buddy lives on the course. Uh, so I might have to go scope it out. and We'll get you entered into it next year, and I'll caddy for you, and we'll be rocking and rolling. We'll have the sports scramble hats. You know, Stay tuned for that, listeners. You might get a, get a free hat. We're going to do a giveaway with a hat or something. So As long as you're feeding me the Buffalo Bayou – uh, beer Boom. the whole time we're, we're good That's right. there you go check out buffalo bayou brewing company and it'll make you a better golfer according to fudge hey i when i went on delco dive with jesse and chic i had like five or six of those beers and i mean they were great i went out the next morning played the best golf i ever played in my life it, it was a scramble so i couldn't tell you like an accurate score but i was hitting the ball straight i mean i was draining putts it was awesome so you, if you want to play better golf, you got to get on down to Buffalo Bayou Brew. Hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah, I think that I think that's the way to do it. So, but all right, let's hop into some college football. First on my list, I want to talk about the old ball coach Herm Edwards fired from Arizona State this week. Uh, I saw a rumor on Twitter that someone in the athletic department was leaking their game plan to opponents to get him fired faster. Did y'all see anything on that? I did. Awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> what are, What are your thoughts on that, Wade? Uh, I mean, that's pure uh, sabotage, if if true. But um, yeah, I think the writing was on the wall there for Edwards. I mean, it was kind of a gimmicky hire, and it, it worked for a couple of years. But I think he's like seventy three or something. Um, 
you know, it's it's probably just time for them to go with a a younger direction. And um, you know, you got Lincoln Riley joining the the big or the Pac-12 rather, um, as well as Dan Lanning and and some young coaches. Um, probably time to you know just restart out there in the desert. Uh, both Arizona schools kind of struggling this year. Yeah, they're not doing great this season. Tyler, where was Edwards the coach at before? Wasn't he in the NFL? Uh, he was he was a coach in the NFL, but before he was on like NFL Live with ESPN. Okay, it was a it was a long gap in his yeah. um, coaching yeah. between the NFL in the early two thousands to basically being on TV. You know, all of our uh, childhood growing up into college, and then um, yeah, I guess about twenty years later, he gets the college job at Arizona State, and they had some talent when he took that job. Um, and he was able to kind of keep it up for two or three years, get them to some bowl games. Um, they were clearly the better team in the state. Arizona was really bad, but I think the luck has caught up to him the last couple of years. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk like about who you know what's next for Arizona State, I mean, the thing I think to look at is is, and I know Tyler and I have talked a little bit about it, and that's coaches coming up from the group of five. I think this is an absolute shot where a group of five coach gets gets a, a nod for a job like this because uh, I know that they're got an interim right now and I think he's the running back coach. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I'm not sure what. But, yeah, so I I don't think they're gonna hire internally, and I'm they say he's gonna interview for it, but I, I don't know if that's gonna happen. This seems like something where they're gonna clean house, and they should clean house there and start it's been from. a few years since they've had like a winning season since like i mean they were good just, daniel's freshman year and yeah. then last year they kind of took off took a turn for the worse and they had some ncaa allegations too so i mean yeah they really just need to clean house <laughs> yeah. yeah i think this is something where honestly the first person on my list would be coastal carolina's head coach to take a job uh, Coastal Carolina is kind of evening off right now, especially in the Sun Belt and in the Group of Five as a whole. There were a couple of years there where they were in the top twenty-five, and they were actually a decently, decently good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of leveled off a little bit. So I think he's the first one at the top of the totem pole. I think to to me to take that job at Arizona State. Well, you know, a team that doesn't need to clean house. Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. I don't know if y'all caught this score. They beat the Warner University Royals, wherever that's at, 98 to nothing. They scored 98 points in a college football game. I'm looking at the stats right now. Uh, they had four quarterbacks play that game. Stephen F. Austin did. And the starting quarterback threw two, four touchdowns, 266 yards. Second string threw for 100 yards for two touchdowns. Third string threw for 75 yards for a touchdown. And the fourth string quarterback threw for 37 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> and holy cow, they had – where's rushing at? Uh, one – only two rushing touchdowns. But, I mean, that's insane. 98 to nothing. And actually, Warner University had a total of uh, – what are we looking at? 
they had a total of like 300 yards of offense and they still couldn't score any points. So that's a little wild. I, don't, I can't, I don't remember a time when I've seen that many points scored besides that one that you like to tell us about Wade, where some team scored like 200 points back in the like 1800s. Yeah. It was, it was about 100 points shy of the record. Uh, but that was in like 1920. So uh, we'll give the, the Jacks some love. You know, they, that's probably yeah. as many points as we've seen in the last. I don't know, a couple decades. Um, it's always kind of interesting and cool to see when a team gets into the seventies, you know, that's like, I don't know, eight or nine touchdowns. So, um, mm-hmm. I guess 10 touchdowns would be 70. So yeah. Um, 10 touchdowns is kind of the, the threshold for just well, absolutely just, killing I don't it. Care. So. <laughs> yeah. You're playing, you put up that many points. That's insane. Like I'm just, these are still college athletes. Why are you disappointed, Jake? I'm disappointed. 98, you couldn't get to 100? They went you for two. Go for two. Come they on. <laughs> they went for two, but it was a sign of sportsmanship so that they didn't um, Dude, score you, another point. You had <laughs> sportsmanship knee. at 70 to nothing. Like you, there's I mean, it was, a, it was an NIA school. I mean, they weren't even Division One or Division That's two. That's their first or, football game they played this year, too. Uh, yeah. Warner. So... I'm looking at the scores. You got Western Kentucky put up 73 on Florida International, uh, which doesn't say much because Southern put up 78 on Florida International week one, uh, and then LSU just stomped them. Uh, There was another high-scoring game this week that I saw that was just insane. Um, It might not have been FBS. It might have been a lower-level league. But, yeah, 98 points. That's that's a lot. And the – Warner's offense still got a bunch of yards, but you know whose offense did get a bunch of yards? That'd be the New Mexico Lobos because the LSU Tigers came in there and shut them out. Were either one of y'all at the game this weekend? Nope. Nah, took a took a pass, took a rain check, um, getting ready for that Tennessee game. Yeah, so what do you think LSU's going to do next week? For, or not next week, um, in a few weeks against Tennessee? I think it's shaping up to be a real good ball game. I mean, Tennessee – Weathered the storm against Florida. They kind of were back and forth early and then pulled away um, from the Gators and had a really good showing on offense. Hendon Hooker, I think, was the leading passer and rusher. So Mm -hmm. he's kind of the guy for them. Uh, Very similar to Jaden Daniels being the guy for LSU. So I think that we'll be in for a treat. Uh, One of the better dual threat quarterback matchups we've seen in quite some time. So. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Tomorrow we'll find out whether it's a, you know, a 2:30 CBS game or hopefully potentially not. the primetime game. So yeah, we'll please we'll, uh, have to see. I don't think I could listen to Gary Daniels talk about Jaden Daniels. No, yeah, really. That <laughs> it's Danielson, man. You whatever his name is, I can't stand him. Hey, while uh, we're talking about Daniels, the we got to give some love to Kansas's quarterback Jalen Daniels. So we have Jaden Daniels and Jalen Daniels. Okay. And the man for went Kansas. absolutely off. He had like five touchdowns for Kansas. Kansas and, is four enough for the first time in like ten yeah. years. Yeah, but they're not ranked, which is absolute BS. Well, so, I don't think they should be ranked because the strength of schedule. But we talked about this earlier. Tyler <laughs> thinks they should be ranked. I don't think they should be ranked. I think like all of America, whose college football fans agree that Kansas should be ranked. Right. It's Houston because that they're like Kansas because they I think that they sucked like these past couple of years and I think that's why that they're not getting ranked. Dude, put your drunk goggles on because if Kansas goes twelve and zero this year and they somehow don't lose a game, that man is sitting in one of the seats for the Heisman Trophy. 
the, no, for sure. Well, see, the thing is, is Kansas represents the Big 12's last last chance at uh, making the playoff because really? Oklahoma got upset. Yeah. Oklahoma State, too, is in Oklahoma there, too. State. Can't forget Boy, about that. Yeah. Baylor's looking pretty good, but they have one loss. So, I mean, I don't know. Kansas yeah, could it run was Kansas off. State that upset Oklahoma, huh? Yep. Yes, yeah. but they lost last week to Tulane. So that mm-hmm. conference just doesn't look too good. Yeah, Tulane, <laughs> pretty much Oklahoma State and, and Kansas yeah. at this rate, and then TCU as well. They're undefeated. It'll there'll be a good team that comes out of there. It'll be competitive football, but kind of to my note before the season, I just didn't see any team coming out of the Big Twelve to make the playoff. Um, looks really good for USC. Did I'm assuming they won? Uh, yeah, they won by good. three. They barely won. Okay. Not I didn't see any Twitter all. meltdowns, so <laughs> figured they did. Um, you know who barely lost and it ruined Jacob and Tyler's parlay? We talk about Arkansas kicker. Mm. I've never seen a field goal bounce or a ball bounce off the top of the field goal post like that. Well, that allegedly crazy. the NFL posts are actually taller than the uh college football posts. So a lot of people are saying that that ball would have just sailed right over the the collegiate upright, and it would have been a judgment call, you know, by the official standing there on whether it crossed the plane or not. I've always thought you just put a sheet of plywood like up there, you know, and like or like mm-hmm. a a pane of plexiglass, and it's got to hit off the glass to be considered good. I don't know. Well, like, I, yeah. I think the thing. Well, was... there's a camera above it too. I mean, that you can see if it Yeah, but you start playing with the angles and, like... Well, speaking of angles, I mean, think about it. He was on the left hash. When he kicked it, it hit the inside. hit the inside of the the top. So, Mm. because it kicked back to the left. If it would have hit the outside, if it was going to go out and it wasn't going to be a good kick, it would have hit the right side of the top there and gone to the right. So, I mean, I think it's one thing, like... If the ball's rotating, all it has to do is literally a half a rotation, and that ball skips forward instead of backward. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's crazy. And then they would have had to make a call there. And if that was the case, I think they counted as a good kick. I, I don't. I, how do you? Hey, it ain't baseball. You can't hit the pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think they took a like a delay of game penalty, or they had a, a false start. It was there was a penalty right before that pushed them back like five or ten yards. And if they don't get that penalty, it's right through the middle. And that that's one of the worst yeah. things. But I mean, a lot I, of people like want to hint at the field goal, but the game really changed was at the one yard line, KJ Jefferson, you know, try to like dive into and then like it was the craziest thing that happened. Like Texas AM got it back the and then like the score, quarterback yeah. like handed it off to his his teammate, and then AM, you know, gets a gets a scoop and score, and it's pretty much a whole new ball game. But yeah. A-Chain went off in that game. The running game for A&M uh, really controlled that game. But a big loss for A&M also in that game was uh, their star wide receiver, Nia mm-hmm. Smith, is out for the season. Yeah, hey, I want to give a shout-out to the refs in that game for not blowing <laughs> that play dead. Uh, I figured yeah. they'd blow it dead like forward progress, but they let it just keep going. And good thing right. because we got one of the wildest scooping score <laughs> defensive touchdowns of the year. Uh, but – I picked AM to upset Arkansas, so I went one of them. It wasn't an upset. upset. It wasn't an it upset. Wasn't upset. A&M yeah. was lower ranked. It's an upset. Yeah, but A&M Vegas was said otherwise. Points. No. We're doing it based off rankings. We're doing it based off rankings. 
Tyler and I were discussing this before the show. Wade, who did you pick last week? Do you remember? Uh, for upset alert? Yeah. I think I wanted to take um, Clemson losing to Wake Forest, but I'll let Jacob have that L. Because <laughs> Jacob picked it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, it was very close to happening. Um, oh, it should have happened. Yeah. No, I took uh, – I don't know who I took. Oh, I took, I took Oregon State beating USC is what I did. So that, that was almost happened. Tyler, who did you have last week? I had the Red Raiders upsetting There Texas. we go. So we went 2-2 two and two this week. Last week we were 4-0. Yeah, that's this pretty week, good for two upsets. 2-2. Two two. So I think what we start doing, instead of this sports scramble parlay, we just start putting out the sports scramble upsets because we're doing yeah. a lot better on yeah. the upset picks. We only yeah, have one and two with that. Though, individually. Again, so. Don't parlay them. Yeah, we're not going to parlay the upset picks. Because so, I had the Baylor upset correctly, according to the Hey, Baylor, all I got to say is for my advice to the betters, always bet on South Alabama to cover. <laughs> the South Alabama covering this yep. year. They've the covered the lead in every game. Did Jacob get a tuition voucher for that that <laughs> statement and sweatshirt combo? No, no, no. Are we no. sponsored by South Alabama now? No. God, no. USA. Doing some media USA. passes to the South Alabama. Uh, well, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's do our upset picks for this week. I'll give you all, since I didn't tell you to have them ready. I'll I mean, give you 10 seconds. Minutes. While I pull up the upset picks this week are brought to you by Righteous Felon. You head on over to RighteousFelon.com, get you that good old beef jerky, and use code OCSN for 15% off. And, of course, I got the bag right here. You can see, look at the artwork. We've got the Victorious B.I.G. That's why they're sponsoring this segment, Victorious, because we're going to be 4-0 this week in our upset picks. Um this one is beer infused, so it's got a nice flavor to it, uh, and it's got a little sweet and sour uh, combination on there. So head on over to Righteous Fella, and you can get even a bigger discount if you bundle it and buy three bags and like buy a box of it. They give you ten percent off, and then you use our code for fifteen percent off, so you get twenty five percent off in the end, and everybody's happy. So go on, go on over to RighteousFella.com, get you that jerky fix. Tyler, let's hear your upset this week. All right, well, I was pretty much down to two here. It was either Mississippi State over A&M. I know that Jayco's saying, like, well, that's not an upset because State is a three-point favorite. Uh, so, with that, I'm going to go to the Big 12 country once again. I'm going to go TCU upsetting Oklahoma. I think that Oklahoma is going to start a downward spiral. Uh, I just I just didn't think that they were that good in, in the start of the season. I just feel like the Big 12 is either going to come down between Oklahoma State and, and Baylor. Uh, but I just think that, you know, TCU, you know, all all the talk has been about Kansas. But, I mean, TCU is a pretty good football team. They have Sonny Dykes, the U head coach, and they just got a win over SMU as yep. well. So I think that TCU at home with Oklahoma kind of on their heels, I think that TCU gets it done. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring shootout. Both defenses are kind of in right now. So, But I'm going to go TCU at home. TCU just won the battle for the iron skillet over yep. SMU. So they're going to be best they riding high. cooking up that that horse. They cooking up that <laughs> Yeah. So that was that was a that's always a, a good rivalry game. I think they only beat them by like three or something, huh? It was yeah. They played them really close, uh, pretty much. Okay, so we got TCU going over Oklahoma for Tyler. Uh, I've got a wild one, and it might ruin our our upset oh, picks. We might not go for it, up, but it's going to happen eventually. And I think Arkansas is going to take down Bama this weekend. Eh, that's it's, more reasonable. It's in Fayetteville. More reasonable than TCU? 
no more reasonable no, than no, no, probable, his last week. Last. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah Vanderbilt over Alabama. That was that was, that was all time yeah. bad take by the upset specialist. I, <laughs> I just I was you are good. suspended for a week. Yeah, I might have to uh, take back my upset specialist uh, priorities there. But I mean, Bama's is sixteen point spread, so Vegas is is big on them. But I think I mean Arkansas. Yeah, they just lost to A and M, but it was. Two points off a doinked field goal. <laughs> uh, I think they come back fired up. Sam Pittman's going to have these boys ready to play. It's in Fayetteville. It's at two thirty. Bama has not looked great early on at the earlier games. I mean, we saw what they looked like against Texas. I think Arkansas is a better t- better team than Texas, especially since uh, Texas Tech beat them last week. Uh, so I'm going to Arkansas over Bama. Arkansas just announced that they're doing a red out too, so that might add to the upset. Boom! There you go. Both teams are red. Uh, Bama's crimson. One's crimson, and then one's I don't know. You can whoop it, I I saw the same comment. I don't know if that was you, uh, like in your burner account, tweeting that. (laughs) (laughs) Arkansas needs to have John Daly sing the national anthem before the game. That's what needs to happen. He was at the game. Uh, he ESPN yeah. gave him like five minutes of airtime. He had just like a white head that says pigs. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pulling Arkansas over Bama. Fudge, who do you got? I want to go last. I got to go last. Okay. Wait. Oh, it's probably some wild Virginia. one. All right. You know, I want to pick on Clemson two weeks in a row, but <laughs> something tells me they'll continue to sneak out with, you know, five point victories, three point victories. So I'm going to go with Kentucky upsetting Ole Miss. I know the game's in Oxford, but Ole Miss is pretty one-dimensional right now. They run the heck out of the football, and they do a real good job at it, but I don't think Jackson Dart's thrown for over 200 yards once this season, and Will Levis has thrown for 300 yards in every game this season, so I think this Kentucky offense is being slept on. I think that they absolutely slept on Northern Illinois last week, but um, Ole Miss barely beat Tulsa, so I'm going to go with Kentucky in this one. Um, that one might backfire on me, but I do think that six and a half points is a lot to give Ole Miss in this one. Wade, I'm sorry, but that can't count as an upset based Why? off our previous – because Kentucky's ranked number seven and Ole Miss is 14 based off our previous argument, but I'll give it to you this week. So I know since they are favorite. He has been spread. a big believer. In no, it's, it's nation, like picking so. against the spread or the points or the money line. Like there's okay, multiple so- ways to bet upsets. We'll we'll do it both ways. It could be an upset against the spread. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's an upset in our book. All right, Fudge, what do you got? All right, I'll give you the wildest one out of all of them. I feel like uh, it's all reverse over just to get at just it. Just to piss the three of us yeah. off. I'm going to kick him off the I show. I think he's he watched over. Auburn play football this year and isn't going to go that route. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I think uh, I think Brian Harskin loses his job after this week. Um, That's so, what I like to hear. I've got the Michigan Wolverines losing oh to the God. Iowa Hawkeyes. No, that's not horrible. This week. Like if it. Iowa can score some points, yeah. If Iowa can score some week. points, this is the best defense <laughs> that Michigan will face all season. Yep. Iowa hasn't given up. Mm, I think Penn State's going to be the best defense they face all season. That's bias. I don't know. <laughs> Iowa's got one of the best defenses in the country. Statistically. Year they three. Just yeah, statistically. Off. So – I think I have to pick Iowa to win. I, currently, Michigan's only an 11-point favorite, which is less than it was against Maryland, and they struggled till the fourth quarter. So I think Iowa – and they're playing at home in Kinnick. So I, I think 
I think that's a win. I absolutely. Okay, so we've got Iowa over Michigan. I'm not putting money on that. <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> over Ole Miss, TCU over Oklahoma, and Arkansas over Bama for our four and O guaranteed locks this week. Upset. <laughs> sure hope so. At least two and two. So that segment's brought to you by Righteous Felon Jerky. Go on over to RighteousFelon.com. Use code. OCSN get 15% off your beef jerky needs. So I want to talk a little bit about this LSU game we got coming up this weekend. LSU versus Auburn. Big time. LSU's second SEC game this year in Tiger Stadium. Or I'm sorry, it's not in Tiger Stadium. It's uh on the Jordan plane. Tiger Stadium in the other Tiger Stadium, yes. On <laughs> yeah, the planes. The it's a, is it a seven o'clock or eight o'clock kickoff? It's at six on ESPN. Okay. Six o'clock on no. So all those people that don't have ESPN Plus, you can still watch it because it's on ESPN. Um, do we think TJ Finley starts this game against no. his, his old team? I, I think they're, they're, they're going to stick with their fresh. Oh yeah, he did get hurt last game, didn't he? Mm-hmm. They started what? Robbie Ashford, but he checked out for a few plays, and they had a true freshman in because Zach Calzada apparently is still hurt. So he's kind of a, a cluster there at uh, at QB for. Auburn. I saw some some rumors that Calzada is gone, that he's uh he's in the transfer portal, which yeah. not good for him considering he was an A and M. Yeah, personally, he shouldn't even left. I think he yeah, would have stayed job. at A He's a better quarterback than Max Johnson, but it's working out for old Maxi Max over there at A and M. What do you think, Tyler? Key to success for LSU this weekend? Uh, be able to run the ball. I think that the offensive line you see them for the past two weeks, especially against Mississippi State. I mean, they, we know that they were going to do that against New Mexico, but you feel like you go back to that Mississippi State game, the second half. LSU was able to dominate the line of scrimmage. I know that a lot of people are really saying this as a blowout, but I'm not really saying that. I think that Auburn, you know, hasn't been the greatest teams, but this rivalry is always close. And mm-hmm. you know, the past two meetings have been dominated by Auburn. Last year, Auburn uh, beat uh, LSU. Since like for the first time in Tiger Stadium since like the '90s, and then last time we went to Jordan Hare, we lost 41 to 11, like the worst. Yeah, we got uh, absolutely beat, destroyed uh, in this series. Granted, that was was with TJ Finley at quarterback. Uh, now we have Jaden Daniels, so I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Auburn's defense can hang it uh, with them. So I, the key to success in this one is also being able to stop Tank Bigsby because that's been pretty much Auburn's offense the whole season. Yeah, I saw Auburn. I mean, he had like over. If I'm thinking of the right person, I had it like over 200 yards of rushing one game. Um, I may be thinking of a completely wrong running back, but I'm pretty sure it was Tank. Bigsby. I don't think he's had 200. Okay, then I'm thinking of the wrong guy. He <laughs> actually fell out of the rotation this week. They, him and Harson, got in a few, and they took him out the game first parts of the game. And yeah, Auburn's. <laughs> well, I would I would assume he'll have to be back if they want to win this weekend. Well, Jacob hinted at it. You think of LSU. Beats him. I don't. I think if they it's a close game, he keeps his job. But if we blow him out, you think Brian Harson's the coach going forward? Uh, probably. I always not. said that they're going to get rid of him uh, at the bye week. I mean, the if you think about it, the two most recent times they're playing in front of a national audience. If they get spanked, I mean, that's just not good for the brand. And, and there were um, some off the field issues before the season too, wasn't there? Yeah, and yeah. with the early recruiting. Uh, period, you know, and most of the guys getting on campus by December, I mean, you really want to get all that figured out before you're scrambling at the last second like LSU was um, right this year. Yeah, he might have saved his job, too, because 
who knows what it would have happened if Missouri uh, ended up winning that game, uh, Auburn, you know. Right. Uh, so they the Missouri running back yeah. fumbled as he was crossing the goal line. And yeah, that's he, Auburn he was trying to, like, move the football from one hand to another, which is just a big no-no if you're a running back. He would have had it easily. He didn't even have to, like, move, like, the ball. He honestly could have just went out of bounds, and they uh, would have won the game. All they needed was a touchdown to win. But, yeah, Missouri uh, should have won the game in regular uh, – in regulation, but the kicker missed like a 24 yard field goal wide. So it was, wasn't just a, it was just yeah, a bad wasn't just on Saturday the for back. college kickers. I think it's been a bad season for college yeah, kickers. Season's both in NFL and in college. I think for Auburn, I think the takeaway is, is that they're last in the SEC in recruiting. They're on the verge of finishing last in the SEC at the end of the season. Yeah, they just lost Missouri. So based on the schedule that is coming up, mm. uh, they're going to have to play five teams that are currently ranked in the top twenty-five. Two of those being back-to-backs. Um, I I don't see how he keeps his job even to that point. I think it's a waste of money for Auburn at that point, and they need to go find something else because it's not. It's not. Let's call one of us. Sure. Hey, put I'll me in him. for this weekend. LSU will, be, will blow you out 62 to nothing because we're going to be taking a knee every play. That might be where your uh, your guy Chadwell goes, is Auburn. They, they could get their hands on him from Coastal Carolina. So. Sure, absolutely. Auburn's probably got more money than Arizona State. If um, they believe in him. But maybe. They might have money after they have to pay Horskin $15 million. <laughs> Yeah. But might be Ed Orcheron. Oh, that's – you know, old Coach O was – No way. Uh, there is no, no shot. I, I, mean, I, like, I don't funny. think they're going to go after another group of five after the failure that Brian Hartson is. I think that they're going to get one of these power, power five. Coach O, was that one of the big games? I mean, week? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Auburn is no slouch of a Jimbo Fisher. program. I mean, it's, you know, it's Jimbo's one of the best never programs in station. Dude, could you imagine he leaves and goes – and him and Nick Saban battle it out in state. Oh, for the Iron Bowl? Jesus that would Christ. be insane. <laughs> I could see uh, Auburn overpaying to get Mike Norvell <laughs> to go to Auburn, which would be hilarious since he was on the hot seat to start the year, and he could turn it into a, a pay raise and get hired somewhere else. I don't think he's so, going anywhere. Jacob, you were familiar with the Auburn team after Penn State put a whooping <laughs> on them. Oh, what do us as LSU fans have to look forward to to when we play Auburn? Uh, I points. think – sure, absolutely. Say points. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think Not the many. biggest thing – I guess what's their biggest weakness, Auburn's? Auburn's, Auburn's biggest weakness is probably the secondary. Yeah. Uh, defensive line-wise, they're still okay. I think that's where – Daniels is going to have some issues as far as getting out of the pocket. Their linebackers are good. Uh, defensive line is still good. It's getting out of the pocket and running. If he can get past them, there's nobody at the second level. I don't think that can get him. It's just, is he going to be able to sustain run all game long? And like Tyler alluded to, they're going to have to get the running game going. No, that's not. Daniel's running. Yeah, that's yeah. you need a running that's back. Like that's like Emory Kane Goodwin if he's good to go. Sure, and you saw what yeah. Nick Singleton did to Auburn, basically shredded him when he got through the line, and there's just nobody that can catch him. So if LSU wants to win this game, they need to have 250 yards rushing on the ground, 
and don't worry about throwing the football because it's not needed. Uh, just send your guys clear out. Let your let your big just guys. Just make sure you you feed. Boot, well, I guess his name is Booty. I've been corrected. It's not Boote. Make sure you feed Booty, Booty at the new, beginning of the game so he's happy. Now. And then, yeah, he's, he's got, got the dad power. Now. He's got a whole new perspective on life. Twenty-yard receiving game coming up. He's got the dad power. <laughs> and you don't need to. And you don't need to beat Auburn deep. Just throw a little quick crossing yeah. route, and you're going to beat the guys all day because they're not going to be able to catch you. That's. I That's mean, why. LSU's got the receivers against Auburn secondary. I mean, we saw Betts now being the the punt returner. I mean, he. Ran one back on a as long as, yeah. College. As long as special teams can get their uh, get their act together, yeah. So Wade, we'll let you take the prediction. What's your score prediction for this week? LSU all mess it up. <laughs> I think we're LSU putting money can... on it. So whatever you whatever you pick, it's what. We... I wouldn't put anything on anything I've said this year. Um, my bettings is they're pretty bad, and my uh, fantasy is pretty bad. So <laughs> let's see. Um, I think LSU will get in the 30s in this one. Um, you know, the offense wasn't amazing this past week, but Booty was out and Goodwin got hurt. So I think LSU cracks the 30s. I'll go LSU 31, and I'll give Auburn – I'll give them right at 20. Well, so folks, $100 on that score, it's going to happen. Wait, wait, can see into the future. Well, Fudge, I would be remiss if I didn't let you have your spotlight for Penn State versus uh, – who are they playing Northwestern? Nah. This is? No, they're playing Central Michigan. They di- they disappointed at first, but they came through. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Last week, yeah, it was Northwestern. Or oh, we already State gave Central him Michigan. his. We gave him ten minutes. And he yeah, going all forward <laughs> to Penn State versus Northwestern, the team Northwestern more known for their academics than their football school. Sure. What are your? I mean, I'm looking at ESPN. Penn State's a 97 percent chance uh, to win. What's your keys to victory for your Nittany Lions this week? Just show up. <laughs> They're no, twenty six no, point favorites. No, no, they were what a twenty eight point favorite last. Yeah, they were week. like a thirty one point favorite last Jesus week. Christ. So, I think the keys to success number one is protecting Sean Clifford. He can't be taking huge hits from the Chippewas every freaking week. <laughs> and number two is run the football. Do not throw the run ball. the ball. <laughs> what's, what's that TikTok? <laughs> yes. Run the ball. there's no need to throw the ball there really isn't you have two running backs that play great off of each other you have a speed back and then you have a back that waits and lets the play develop in front of you and that's all you need to do northwestern has zero defense they let nebraska put up i don't remember how many in week zero so i think you just got to run the ball the whole time and it proved success last week and i think it should this week uh you need to rush your guys, especially after this week. You have a bye week, and then you've got to go to Ann Arbor and play Michigan. So it's a big two, three-week stretch. So I think mm-hmm. it's very important that you win this game decisively. They should cover. They need to cover this game uh, to boost some momentum into the bye week because I don't know if they're going to move down after the bye week. I'm not really worried about that. I'm not worried about the rankings. Screw the rankings right now. Uh, rankings don't matter right now they really don't matter especially in the big 10 big 10 rankings don't matter until about two three weeks out three weeks out i would say and then you need to pay attention to it but i think they need to uh win this game big and then get ready for michigan immediately well 
There you go, folks. There's our breakdown of our two teams. We're an LSU Penn State podcast. If LSU were to ever play Penn and State, nobody got that. Fudge would never be allowed on the show. We could play. But, yeah, nobody's got play. that LSU Penn State flavor right there. Yeah, Northwestern man is just like a a hard team to figure out. They get like all the hype after beating Nebraska and Dublin, and then they lose to Southern Dude. Illinois in in week three. And it's like, what the heck is going on now? This team is one and three. I know that Wade's familiar with this guy. Ryan Holinsky's their quarterback. He had a Whale of a game week one, then after that, it's, it's been on offense. So I think that Penn State should have no problem in this one. They win there like 42 to 17, something like that. It's just going to be a blowout. Hey, well, speaking folks, speaking, ahead, of a team, speaking of a team that was unexpectedly absolutely atrocious this week Miami. was Miami. Was I knew you were going there. Tennessee I, State. <laughs> oh, my Tennessee, God. Middle Tennessee, Let's man. Go. What they beat them like forty-two to twenty-six or no, something. No, like, it was cl- it was closer. It, it was at like one point it was a blowout. Twenty-two, something like that. They were up like thirty-five to ten. Yeah, they benched their they, starting. They literally like hit a like a ninety-five-yard pass play to yeah. go up like 35-17. Like uh, I mean, the U is definitely not bad. Hey, the Dolphins you got, got uh, horns down. Got payback you got in the, the U state. down. You down. <laughs> you down. You going down? That's what was pretty much. But so, like we were saying, we're a Penn State LSU podcast. You don't you don't get that anywhere else, folks. With golf, so, and with NASCAR. golf, with and of NASCAR, golf. <laughs> a little sprinkle a little bit of baseball, and we give you straight locks for upset picks. So, uh, yep. Yeah, upsets have been a lot better than our picks. We get the bad bets out there, so they aren't gonna be yep. there for other Just people. Pick, yeah, start as picking against you, us, folks. Yeah, as long as you fade us, you're in the positive. So there you go. That's that's what we're here for. Uh, but our look ahead to next week for Penn State and LSU was brought to you by Norse Beards. As you can tell, Jacob has not shaved. Penn State's undefeated so far. When do we I think have not that shaved. it could possibly happen? I think the uh-huh. Michigan game is going to be the closest one. Michigan? Yeah, I I think I might have I, I mean, I think it's Ohio State for me. <laughs> I think that's going to be like beat your, Michigan? No, I think that you'll beat, you'll beat Michigan. And then, uh, I mean, I think that a dark horse could be Minnesota state for sure gotta watch out for them golden gophers there. that's Jordan gonna be gophers. crazy that's gonna be a top 15 matchup yeah could be game day there and in the wide now that'd be insane Tights. but as you can see he still has his beard i still have my beard because i don't shave my beard whether or not lsu wins or loses <laughs> only time i've ever done that is in 2017 when we lost in the college world series to florida i shaved my beard uh. i looked like i was 12 you also so, had super. You should have bleached hair. your hair like Kramer did. Yeah, I had long hair. I looked like Loki from Thor because I had the long hair and a long face with no beard, and I was super pale. Um, so, but if you head on over to Norsebeards.com, enter pro- promo code OCS, you get twenty five percent off beard oil, beard gel, beard scrub, the whole shebang. I've been using it. My beard's actually getting kind of thick. I've been letting it grow because we're going up to the wine country at the end of October up to Fredericksburg. So I need to have that nice thick beer when I'm tasting the wine. So, you know, I got a fall's coming on. Stuck in your stash. <laughs> yeah. I got some, I'm, shoot, I might have to shave it and then just rock the mustache. We'll see. I hey, uh, I thought about doing that. Okay. Here's the deal. Penn state loses to Michigan. You got to just have a mustache. Just stash. Just if, stash. LSU, <laughs> if LSU loses to Auburn, you got to go to stash. That, I feel like you got to because, I mean, if we lose that, then it's just abysmal. I'll, let me think on that one. Let me, let me, I mean, I've seen what I look like with just the mustache. No, it's so not a good look. Uneasy. We're uneasy about the yeah, why, no, no, why Well, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket because then it's going to bite me in the butt. 
So, uh, but okay, we'll 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 consider it. We'll consider it. <laughs> an off-air uh, discussion. Yeah, it, it's uh, we're gonna table that from for later. This discussion. is a week-long discussion, folks, between me and Chet. This is gonna be a week-long discussion right here. <laughs> but if you do have a nice thick beard like myself and Jacob, and I see Wade's is coming in. Tyler looks like you just shaved here. He's gotta let it grow, man. Wade will be uh, shaving yeah, well, it uh, probably out for the show. I got some business to tend to tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't go. really want to go to, but I have to go to. <laughs> so, but you do want to go to norsebeards.com and get 25% off using OCS for all your beardsman needs. All right. Well, let's start with two, some NFL topics. Uh, this one kind of <laughs> made its way through the media earlier last week. Um, one of the Eagles special teams, I think he's a wide receiver. Uh, he, he gets called up from the practice squad. And shout out to all our Eagles fans on the Old City Sports Network. You got to do this guy better. He gets called up from the practice squad to play on Monday night, and uh, they don't let him in the team parking lot. They he he didn't have the right credentials because he was literally called up three hours before, and the security guards didn't believe he was a team player. So they made him go park with uh with the fans. His name is uh, Britton Covey, I think is how you say his name. Uh, he actually tailgated for Y'all the know game. Where he went to college. Not a clue. Where did he go to college? He went to Sorry. Utah. He was like the Utah. Cooper Cup of Utah, and oh, yeah. he so like went off guy. in the Rose Bowl. Number yeah. 18. Yep. yep. On Utah. He was their punt returner and like their number one uh, receiver. So he had to go park with the fans. He actually tailed – he said he would walk through the parking lot. <laughs> no one recognized him except for one family. And he tailgated with that one family, signed jerseys, had some hamburgers. <laughs> And uh, oh, went yeah. and played the game. So just a little tidbit there to the Eagles security. Y'all gotta do better, man. He's on YouTube. No, I think I think I think the player should have to park in public parking. That dude, that'd be funny. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine afterwards? They oh would get beaten God. in the parking lot. <laughs> Especially for like Buffalo Bills. They'd be going nuts. Yeah, what if there. it's just like Josh Allen? Like he's gonna like all the Bills fans are just like gonna throw him through a table at that rate. Yeah, <laughs> you think Josh Allen's gonna walk home yeah. in New Orleans today? I don't. No, Josh Allen's gonna <laughs> game time decisions no, the next not after the table after the game in the parking lot. Yeah, I mean the yeah, Chargers look terrible today. Hey, I mean, Justin Herbert would have Bridgewater was biking rules. whenever he, he was in New Orleans. He was biking through the he streets was in New Orleans on his way to the game. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Bridgewater went six and zero as the backup. <laughs> I want to know how Drew Brees could be, you know, out there with you know so many injuries, and Teddy Bridgewater comes in, and Alvin Kamara and him are riding bikes to the stadium, and then now. You know, they can't score more than 14 points against Carolina. That's what I <laughs> wanted to talk about. This Saints offense is non-existent. Existent. The defense was supposed to be amazing, and where did they go? They look like they like average. I mean, 14. seven of the points, though, was off a of Camaro fumble. It's not, it really wasn't on the defense today. The defense looks average. I mean, they just missed some tackles, but the offense well, looks that's really 75-yard screen pass. Well, looks like me playing yeah, Cameron that too. in NCAA 14. So... Uh, but uh, I mean, I think Jameis should be considered being benched. Uh, what's his name came out and said he's the quarterback going forward, Dennis Allen. Uh, but I think if we're shut out at halftime next week, Andy Dalton's the man. Put in the ginger, let him roll. He did good in Cincinnati before he stopped doing good in Cincinnati. So I I think we need to switch it up. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? It's Tyler. definitely tough. I mean, you have now uh, had to go over the pond to London. 
place. The Minnesota Vikings, who has one of the best offenses in the NFL, just put up 28 on the line. So the defense will once again get challenged. And it's, I think it's a matter of – I think that the Vikings will be able to score. And it's just a matter of can the offense keep up. And I'm going to say right now, no. So it's probably going to be another loss to the Vikings. Should we just tank for uh, Bryce Young? Probably, yeah, probably tank for Bryce Young, and especially if you is lose. Is it too early to tank? It's only no, two, yes, it's too early. Five straight games or something The Buccaneers like that. Yeah, lost. Too early. The Panthers aren't any good. The Falcons but if you lose like good. the Seahawks, then yes, tank. But the Falcons won today. Hey, right? Geno Smith, man. He's the, he's the real deal in Seattle, okay? Don't be hating on my boys. Hey, do you see the Ryan Clark thing where he no. – uh, Ryan Clark did a thing with SVP – uh, this must have been last week, but they were doing highlights of the game and like he zoomed in. He zoomed in on like there was nothing going on in the play, and he zoomed in on like the Seahawks sideline. He said, "This is the key to the game right here." And he he outlined Drew Lock and he said, "As long as this guy is not on the yes, field, on that. Like, oh my god, talk about some shade on Drew Lock. Yeah." The- the key to the game is to keep him on the sideline. <laughs> That's brutal. I think Gino has blown away a, a lot of expectations. So it's uh, it's always good to see those type of quarterbacks, which could have been Jameis. Um, you know, they're not starters anymore like Marcus Mariota. Kind of getting a second shot at Sardom. So This is Jameis' second it, shot, so he's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something about a ginger in a Saints uniform just doesn't look right. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, it looks good on the Bengals. What color his hair is. It, it just looks strange. You see, it went great in Cincinnati because orange and he had the hair. He was the team. Yeah, it, it was weird. perfect. He was the mascot. Maybe we should make a trade for Joe. Joe, you think we can get Joe Burrow on the team? Never. Who we give, give up? Camara. <laughs> Five first round picks. Camara and uh, he's probably gonna be. In, he's not gonna play next year anyway. Hey, maybe so. we get like the the Chauncey deal. We can just get like a bag of chips and we get Burrow. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure something out. That was whenever the wheels fell off. Was trading him. That was just a stupid trade. Yeah, so I don't think that's where the wheels fell off. <laughs> I think the wheels oh, fell I off think... with the offense. But... Yeah, I, defense was okay. I, I gotta say though, like we know that we were like, I just gotta like, say this, like we know that we were hyping up the AFC West. I don't think the AFC West we thought because the Chiefs lost to the Colts today. The Chargers got blown out by uh, the the Jaguars, and then I believe the Broncos are playing right now. I don't know if they're winning or losing. Last and they're time. losing they're too, so they're about to go over yeah. four. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that is not a good division so far. Like this is setting up for a Colts. Like this is literally setting up for a Colts and Dolphins (laughs) AFC Championship game. Yeah, the Dolphins are now like the best team in the AFC. Jesus. Hey, Jonathan Taylor. How about we get more than seventy yards rushing? (laughs) Okay, I didn't pick you first overall to lay eggs. I mean, come on, man. So that's all I got to say about Jonathan. I should have picked Cooper Cole, but. Uh, hey, Jay Jettis not doing jack squat for me. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Give so, him time. Monday night game, we got the Cowboys versus the Giants. Cooper Rush versus Daniel Jones. The battle of the best QBs in the NFL. <laughs> I think the Giants win. I think the Giants win, too. Hey, I keep kept telling y'all about the Giants. It's at the Meadowlands. And... Nah. Yes. Cooper Rush no. gonna Rush gonna run the I, show. I hate to gonna say go late, but I think that Saquon's due for a big game. It doesn't matter. Javante's <laughs> only got six points. Okay. So. <laughs> well, I think that Saquon's probably gonna have like two touchdowns, and I think that it's gonna be like a Tony. If Potter they make it the there, Cowboys. if they make it there, if Michael Here's, Parsons doesn't take somebody's head off in the backfield, true. Cooper Rush is either <laughs> gonna be the best. Here, I saw something. 
Cowboys fan tweeted this out. Remember when uh, – who was the quarterback before Tom Brady? Um, Eric Bledsoe? No. What? Bledsoe? Yeah. When he got hurt, Tom Brady came in and is the GOAT, okay? This Cowboy fans tweeted out, same thing happened <laughs> – and it's going to happen now. Dak gets hurt, and Cooper Rush is going to be the oh, yeah. next Tom Brady. And Dak already Cooper... did that with uh, Romo. Exactly. It was supposed to be Dak, and yeah, we saw Dak what happened. Was Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. They can, they yeah. can Do we think – okay, I need an answer from all y'all. Do we think Cooper Rush is the next Tom Brady? No. Not no. even close. Why are we having this discussion? Why? Why? I say Why? yes. This is Roll like with saying that like, like LeBron James is a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. Speaking of LeBron James, no, see, that's not even – see, that – people compare that day-to-day. People will not compare Cooper yeah. Rush and no Tom one, Brady. No one's probably – it's probably only like Cowboys fans are saying hey, just I think make Cooper them feel Rush better is going to be the next Tom Brady. I'm vouching for him. I think he's going to win. <laughs> he got cut in the, the preseason and re-signed. I, this man has what, I been on like five teams so far? <laughs> Wait, they re-signed him because Will Greer wanted another cheeseburger in his contract. So they, they went with Rush. <laughs> They cut him what are they going to do the if like, Cooper Rush gets hurt? Are they going to put like Zeke at, at quarterback with he his might actually do better? <laughs> I see. That's Zeke. another thing. I hate that helmet so much. You literally, all the players look like a damn space cadet. <laughs> oh, Zeke's new helmet. Yes. <laughs> well, he's got to figure out something because he ain't doing jack squat. <laughs> he hasn't done anything in the past. They're three not feeding years. Zeke. Yeah. They need Speaking of feeding Zeke, I think. Way like I think Greer and, and Zeke are on the same diet together. <laughs> yeah, that's a big I think brother. they probably eat together because that that's why Zeke is like a full on rack of ribs before the game. Yeah, full protein <laughs> diet, just fat. They're on that way. They're like y- yeah, they're like y'all two before the whack <laughs> eating like a full course like barbecue. Hey, platter. but I kind well I didn't really perform so. <laughs> I guess I'm really- <laughs> You know who's probably happy they didn't eat a full rack of ribs would be uh, the Jets punt blocker because Mort said kick that ball right up his rear end today. I don't know if y'all saw that clip. On Good thing he didn't eat the Taco Bell or anyone. <laughs> you know how much that must have hurt? To get yeah, it? that hurt For so one. bad. Yeah, Thomas Morstead. I mean, that... he's no joke. Morstead could kick it like the whole length of the football field. I like, but like. He had to have seen that the guy was right there. Like I know that punters are trained to just do their job, but like you just did it. Like, yeah, let me just get on Sports Center. We're already winning, anyways. <laughs> well, and that, that shoot, they almost blew it um, because they kicked it out of the back of the end zone for safety. Who, who did they play? Uh, the Bills. Yeah, the Bills and then, so the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, I said the Jets. He was on the Jets. Now he's on yeah. the Dolphins. Oh, the Jets got blown out by the Bengals. Glad to see Joey B was cooking. Uh, but. No, they, they kick it out, and then the Bills almost win the game. They ended up losing 21-19. Mm. So. That offensive coordinator was fuming in the press box. I saw that. I didn't actually – I Man, saw was throwing line. everything. It was like I mean, me after I get killed in Fortnite. It's week three in the NFL. Like, you're the okay, Bills. Dude. You're going to win the Super Bowl, okay? Like, let's not – That game was nuts. crazy. That game was crazy in itself. Not only that, but – Tua gets lit up in the backfield and goes to get up and just starts stumbling like he's drunk. That was that oh, was you know, they're opening an investigation into the Miami Dolphins because uh, they didn't go through the correct concussion protocol. I was thinking that I was watching the highlights, I didn't get to see the game. I was watching the highlights and I said, Man, after all that, I said, doing that, I've studied, you know, studying that, and it that is absolutely a no no. 
to do something like that. You know, I don't care who you are. I mean, you need to go through all the protocols because the guy got up, was shaking his head, and then walks five feet and falls down again to the ground. I mean, a lot of guys just kind of lean over just to catch themselves because they get dizzy, but he fully fell over. I mean, that is a case. Yeah, where... I thought he like tore his ACL. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. What that, yeah. I don't hey, know what happened. Tua, do you know where you're at? Yeah, I'm at Whataburger. Can I get a number three? No, Tua, you're you're on the football field. Oh, okay, we'll put it back in the game. And they have a short week. They have to play on Thursday against the Bengals. So, um, hey, you know, but they're a that's crazy gonna be family. something to watch. They're a crazy family. You saw what his you saw his brother after he scored the touchdown and his helmet came off and he was just freaking fuming in front of the Michigan fans and just I absolutely lost that. his. It was weird. Yeah. That that Tuka Falofa, whatever his last name is, that that crazy that crazy Hawaiian blood he's got in him. He's a warrior. He wanted to go back in that game. Uh, no, it's the NFL this year has not disappointed me. There's been some interesting things happening week to week. So, but uh, you know, if you want to get your favorite team's gear in the NFL, college football, any sport. We are now uh, an affiliate with Fanatics. If you use our link, which is right here on the screen and also be in our show notes, uh, we get a little bit of uh, kickback from it. So if you want to help support the the podcast, use our link to get any of your gear. Shout out to the guy or gal that bought $135 worth of team gear last week. We appreciate you, whoever you are. Uh, If it was you, send us a DM on Twitter and maybe we'll uh, send you a shirt or uh, just give you a shout out. So, we appreciate uh, we appreciate everyone's help uh, and just helping make this podcast possible. Um, you know, Fanatics has great daily deals. I know Wade's a big daily deal getter. They've got a coupon right now. I forget what the, it's like. What virtual it is. TJ Maxx. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like sixty five percent off if you use the coupon code right now. I mean, look, I, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll pull it up right now and I'll tell y'all what it is. It's uh this weekend it was like cozy or something, so you could be nice. Yeah, and cozy it changes every day. Fireplace. It's either like free shipping every day. Or like fireplaces, ninety degrees out. Twenty five percent. The coupon code today is crops C R O P S up to sixty five percent off site wide. So if you use our link, it brings you straight to the college football page, um, so you can get your favorite team, support them, get you some purple and gold or some blue and white for Jacob, uh, or you know you can go head on over to NFL, get you a Saints jersey. You can actually get you a WWE shirt uh, based on your favorite oh. superstar. Um, and then, of course, you got NASCAR Neil. Pro- it's probably NASCAR Neil was getting ready to rock and roll for his, NAS- his NASCAR event. He went to today because they got a bunch of NASCAR stuff on, on the website. But, yeah, if you use that link shown on the screen, it'll also be in our show notes. Helps us out a little bit, and you can get a nice discount with it. So that kind of wraps up our NFL talk. There's two things I want to hit on before we get uh, the NASCAR Neil update from Wade. I don't know if y'all saw, you know, we're not a tennis podcast. I don't think any of us watch tennis. Uh, I see it on Twitter, tune in every now and then. They had the Laver Cup, Laver Cup. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly this weekend. It was, one of the matches was interrupted due to a protester setting their arm on fire (laughs) on the court. Uh, So. I I guess it. (laughs) We had some crazy third degree burns for the protest. Yeah, we had some crazy protest uh, in the NBA season. Punishment. <laughs> Maybe it was a fan. I don't know what they were protesting. yourself on fire. <laughs> but That'd you could tell <laughs> in the picture, he thoroughly regretted it because uh, he is screaming. He's like, oh, 
I'm on fire. (laughs) (laughs) On fire, please. And so it's just, I saw that. I I bet like someone said like, you're on fire. He's like, oh, thank you for the compliment. Like, no, you're actually on fire. Like, oh, I am. Runs into the middle of the the pitch. I believe it's a pitch in tennis. Um, Court. It's called a court. It's a court. You're thinking it was. The You're pitch. thinking of European football. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> runs into the middle of the court, sits down, pours lighter fluid, lights it, and the court's on fire. And then he sticks his arm in it and goes, "Ah!" And his arm <laughs> is on fire. Talk about a pyromaniac! My God, I don't know what he's protesting, but I guess he got his point across. Um, and another little sports tidbit. Well, talking about tennis, I want to add like Roger Federer. What a great career yes. that man had. I got to give props to him. I, I definitely, uh, as a kid, I Roger Federer at Wimbledon and all the so. Well, then you could have his his greatest rival Rafa's yep. out there watching him, and he's crying. Yeah, I mean that just shows how much the game meant to both of them. Yeah, yeah. they were the biggest rivals of the sport, but the two of them, they meant it means so much to the game. And he's out there crying watching his. His biggest competitor. Yeah, uh, those, those match. tennis matches was also always insane to watch. They did the the clay and the grass yeah. uh, match. That was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, shout out uh, to him for his retirement. We wish him a, a happy retirement. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we'll see him at Buffalo Bayou Brewing <laughs> Company getting getting a beer, sipping that in next to the Houston River. Hey, maybe uh, get him on the show now that he's retiring. Yeah, how many free beers time. did they give you, Chet? We've had they, five but... sponsorships, but we got we got to shout out our guys. We give like one every ten minutes. Are you hiding a twelve pack for me? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that we're set up. That's nice gonna be your uh, your wedding gift. Is a yeah, twelve pack. <laughs> you, oh yeah, you get you get a uh, you get a nice and pint you get and a twelve pack. You get a thousand dollar gift card to Fanatics that you can use. Yeah, <laughs> that he buys through our buyback. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he uses a commission to, with to his points credit card. card. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'm not spending any money on your wedding gift, Wade. We're getting all sponsored gear. You and Elise are going to be decked to the nines in our sponsors. Oh, the last last topic I want to hit on, Wade. Your conspiracy was right. They were they were throwing to Albert Pujols to hit moonshots. He hits two home runs in a game against well, the Dodgers. Gets the 700. Oh, me with that. that he got it done like with a month to spare. <laughs> so we got to give the guy some credit. Uh, actually, what's the run, next? So we, what do you rank number five? Four. 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 What's what's number three? He ain't making it. No, it was just to get yeah. the 700. <laughs> He's okay. not going to make what, it. What's, uh, what's the home run for number uh, number three? Does anybody know? I think it is uh, Babe Ruth at like 700 yeah. and. Is it 724? I think it's uh, Hank Aaron. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jacob's right. It's less than that. Because then Hank Aaron passed it up and hit about 25 more to get to 755. And then Barry Bonds is at like 768. Well, maybe if we get Pujols some steroids right now. Boom. 68. Maybe he'll come back. games left in the regular season. He can play for the Nationals. He's actually actually a lot closer than I thought. So, Babe Ruth hit 714. So, he's 14 home runs away. From hey. he needs a power surge. How many games are left in the regular season? Like seven. Yeah. I think there's game. like eleven. Well, eleven left. Fudge has, has Judge hit sixty. You were watching the game. You had yeah, hit uh, no, they're, they're currently in a rain delay because all of a sudden New York uh, Yankee Stadium has turned into a pond. Uh, <laughs> so I don't even know if they're gonna. I don't even know if they're playing the rest of the game tonight, which is kind of a bummer. 
His record is he's going for sixty two. That's like a record, yeah. huh? One. I think sixty one. Yeah, he's he's going for sixty one. This is his last chance to hit a regular season home run in Yankee oh, Stadium because gotcha. uh, they go on the road starting tomorrow. So I I don't know. They played six innings, so they can call the game if they want to. I don't think they will because they want to see Judge at home, right? Sure. So yeah. Right. So, I, don't hey, think, I don't think people are going home. They might just end at like two a.m. in the morning, but the fans are gonna be are gonna stick around for that. Nobody. Hey, I know that that more. Barry Bonds did it on steroids, uh, but I didn't realize that he hit seventy eight in one season. <laughs> I mean, just physically, that's really impressive. I know that obviously steroids there was some, not. Yeah, yeah. Now you got guys pitching like in the triple digits, so it's definitely. Like I don't even think he should be at the top of the list. He's and not. I, they expunged it, but it. You know. It just shows that we're talking about a guy getting 17 less <laughs> for the record. So, I mean, he say what you want, but he yeah, really – I don't think anybody could ever touch that naturally or unnaturally. I mean – Well, our Aaron Judge home run tracker is brought to you by Lugaroo. <laughs> you can head on over to Lugaroo.co, not .com, .co. Get a quote from Colin. Tell him that we sent you from Sports Scramble, and he'll hook you up with some custom jerseys and – I originally thought it was just for like intramural sports. No, he'll take your favorite sports team. He'll make like a retro jersey and hook you up, and you can get the whole shebang. So head on over to Lugaroo.co, get a quote from Colin, and uh, he'll hook you up. Boys, I think uh, I think that kind of wraps up the sports talk. Hold week. on, we got we got to get our NASCAR preview. NASCAR <laughs> Neil, there we go. He was at the second playoff race. He's yep. actually going to be on the show next week. Wade, what do you got from NASCAR Neil? So I'm not going to steal the entire show from. NASCAR Neil, because we want to hear about his experience next week. Uh, but, you know, since the race just ended about an hour ago, uh, we do want to put it out there that Tyler Reddick got his third win of the year. Um, it was a little bit of a lackluster win because he got eliminated from the playoffs last week. So he's no longer in contention, but he did take the field this week. And um, he will be joining, or I'm sorry, he'll be leaving um rcr next season i think that's richard uh i know neil has told us before so he'll have to tell you next week <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so then uh cody Ware also was in contention but had a major wreck and lost all of his stealing all of his steering and nearly hit the entrance to the garage area on pit road so that could have caused that's some fun. injuries to the pit crews but um i think the disaster was averted so, yeah, Neil had a fun time, maybe a little too much fun. He said that his buddy had to carry him out of the stadium. There so, we go, NASCAR Neil. <laughs> Represent the sports scramble image well. So, he took me a snatch out. His cooler broke, and he had to tie it together with his shoelaces. To make I think it. his solution to that was drinking all the beer in the cooler to make it lighter. Um, hey, when you're so, at a NASCAR race, you might as well. Neil will have many more stories for you all. Next week, he sent me some footage, some videos, so um, I'm going to put that together in a TikTok and get that out um, here pretty soon, and maybe we'll share it to Twitter or something as well. So stay tuned. NASCAR Neil will have the scoop. But, um, yeah, once again, Tyler Reddick getting the win, and there's two more races left this season uh, before things wrap up. So There we go. Thank you, NASCAR Neil, for your always appreciated update. And it's right off the end of the race, so we might be the first ones to put it out on the Twitter world. Who knows? 
Uh, but yeah, that kind of wraps up the show this week. Like Wade mentioned, we are on TikTok now. If you want to see more of our content, I think you got to Wade. You got to take the clip of us going. Uh, uh, what did I ask? And I said yes, and you all said no. I don't remember. We'll have to go back <laughs> back and watch uh, yes. it, and uh, we'll throw that one on TikTok. Um, but you can find us on Facebook. We've live streamed to Facebook now. We live streamed to YouTube. We live streamed to Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, search Sports Scramble Podcast, Twitter, at Sports Scramble 4. You can see it right there on the screen. Uh, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed the show. I think you can just leave like a star rating on Spotify. Uh, but you leave us a review, you will be entered to win, of course, the Buffalo Bayou Buff Brew Salmon Colored Shirt. Very comfortable, very soft. We'll pick one lucky commenter and send them over a shirt. Um Yeah, like always, we'll be back next Sunday at 8 o'clock. We hope everybody has a good week. What's up, everyone? Let me tell you about a company called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, You can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening to Sports Scramble. Make sure you check out our other two shows, College Football Coast to Coast on Mondays at 3 o'clock and SEC Talk on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.